Hi there, and welcome to the Everything ECE podcast. I am your host, Carla Ward of Early Learning Foundations, and this is episode four, where I am going to tell you about three powerful steps to calm your classroom. Make sure to listen to the end for how you can get your hands on a freebie on how to calm your classroom. Today's episode is sponsored by Canva. If you want to make great teacher resources or social media posts, Canva should be your first and only stop. In fact, today's freebie was made in Canva. To get free premium photos, head over to the link in today's show notes. Now, most educators and students spend more of their awake hours in their classroom than they do their own homes. I certainly know that was true for me. The design of the classroom environment is so important to the mood of the people in it. Sure, every classroom environment has its ups and downs, loud days, quiet days, but even on their loudest days, some classrooms can still have a feel of calm and good vibes versus chaotic loudness. The environment can play a huge role in relationships and sets the tone for the day. Depending on where your classroom is will determine what is within your control. Some of us are handed beautifully painted classrooms that are neutral colors and serve as the perfect blank canvas to create a calm environment. Whereas some of us are handed brightly colored rooms with giant bears on the wall. I speak from personal experience. Both types of classrooms can be turned into rooms that serve as the third teacher. The classroom as a third teacher is not a new concept, but one that comes out of Reggio Emilia schools in Italy. The Reggio schools are known for their stunning environments and their belief that the environment serves a purpose beyond its appearance. The equipment should communicate values of trust, respect, and connect children to a sense of place in their community. In the classroom, there should be three teachers, the educator, students, and the environment itself. When the environment is working as the third teacher, it opens the world to learning opportunities because everyone is invested and the environment is one of calm, respectful learning. Today, we are going to look at three powerful steps that you can take immediately to calm your environment. Bringing in the outdoors, looking at the classroom color palette, and classroom lighting. But before any of those steps can happen, we need to talk about decluttering. It should come as no surprise that clutter drives chaos. After teaching in the classroom for over a decade, I know that things pile up and the classroom can get cluttered, like super cluttered. It's gotta go. The easiest way to calm chaos is to remove clutter. According to Psychology Today, clutter causes our senses to work overtime on stimuli that aren't necessary or important. It makes it more difficult to relax both physically and mentally. It inhibits creativity and productivity by invading the open spaces that allow most people to think, brainstorm, and problem solve. Decluttering is as much for you, the educator, as it is for the children. Keep in mind that clutter is different from the messes children make when creating. When I refer to clutter, I mean piles of things around the room that no longer serve a purpose or doesn't have a place. Now on to step one for calming your classroom bringing in the outdoors. Nature has a calming effect on children and adults alike. Having plants and nature in the classroom creates not only a visually appealing atmosphere, but creates a connection with nature and the natural world. Make sure that any plants you bring into your classroom are non-toxic. Plants improve air quality, reduce stress, 
reduce mental fatigue, improve concentration, and improve memory. There is no such thing as too many plants. Spider plants are my favorite to have in the classroom because they are non-toxic as well serve as air purifiers. However, if you do have children in your classroom who put things in their mouth, it is a good idea to put the plants up high, out of reach, and bring them down for watering. It is truly magical watching children interact with plants. I always explain to my students that plants need carbon dioxide, and the best way for plants to get that is by talking to them. So often, I would see children chit-chatting with the plants. It also serves as a great calm-down tool. Another fun way to bring nature in is to bring in rocks and sticks as loose parts. It is amazing what children can do with them. I also like to bring in tree stumps for additional seating and props in the block center. A tip about tree logs if you are going to bring them in is to turn them on their side for a few days and really let them dry out. I also like to put some kind of padding underneath them as some tree logs can stain the floor if it hasn't fully dried out. Next, looking at your classroom color palette is important because color can affect the moods in a room. As I mentioned earlier, some things are out of our control, like the colors of the wall, so sometimes we have to get creative. Colors can be broken down into two categories, warm and cool. For warm colors, think of the sun, a combination of reds, oranges, and yellows. In a large room, you may want to avoid red and yellow, they reflect more light and in turn stimulates a person's eye, which can lead to irritations. Warm colors can be associated with heightened emotions, including joy and playfulness. Cool colors remind us of water, sky, ice, and snow. Think blue and green when thinking of cool colors for your classroom. Green creates a peaceful and calming environment. Bringing in plants is a great way to bring in that green. Blue is recommended for high traffic rooms that you or other people spend a significant time in, like your classroom. It is considered calm and serene and is known for decreasing respiration and blood pressure. So when looking at your classroom, even if you have no control over your wall colors or maybe even the furniture in your room, consider your classroom goal and the outcome you want for your students. Do you want a classroom with high volume, joy and playfulness or one of calm serenity? Most educators would say they want a combination because different activities and lessons require a different type of energy. Two colors that create a nice balance between warm and cool are brown and light purple. Brown tends to make large rooms seem cozier. Brown could be the pieces of nature that are brought in, the containers for learning materials, or using naturally colored wooden furniture. Purple is a color that is often overlooked in classroom design. However, it provides a nice balance between stimulation and serenity. It also encourages creativity. Finding a balance between warm and cool colors will create a beautiful balance in your classroom. Tone down brightly colored surfaces with neutral materials or placemats. Another thing that is assuring to calm an environment is lighting. Some educators are fortunate enough to teach in classrooms that have lovely natural light and overhead lighting that doesn't strain the eyes. Unfortunately, we are not all that lucky and are teaching under fluorescent lighting. I once taught in a classroom that didn't even have any windows and was all fluorescent lighting. Fluorescent lighting has been known to cause eye strain, migraines, headaches, and stress or anxiety. With these potential side effects, how can children possibly be set up for learning success? 
Consider how you, as an educator, will be impacted and how your teaching will be affected. Think about the different types of lighting you can add to your classroom. Two popular choices, other than of course natural light, are lamps and fairy lights. Make sure when using lamps that cords are taped down so not to cause a tripping hazard. Lamps are great in dramatic centers and reading centers, but my favorite type of lighting is fairy lights. They add a soft and welcoming light to any area of the classroom. They are great for art, reading, and block centers. If you have high ceilings, fairy lights are great for hanging to lower the ceiling and help create a cozier area. Something else I like to add to my classroom is mirrors. Mirrors help reflect light and brighten up darker areas, which brightens up more areas of the classroom, and so the children tend to use more of the room for play. Bringing in nature, looking at your classroom color palette, and using different types of lighting are three sure ways to create a calmer classroom that can serve as the third teacher. Thank you so much for listening to today's podcast. As promised, if you would like a free printable on how to calm your classroom in three easy steps, head over to today's show notes at elfoundations.com slash four. Talk to you soon.